Till the tears run down from my eyes Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody Can anybody find me? Somebody to love Alexa, play hits from Queen Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Welcome to episode 75 of Steve Agee. Uh, As you know, last week, my episode was a solo episode. I mean, I made a few phone calls. I called my girlfriend. I called Adam Goldberg. I called Mike Henry, who didn't answer. Um, But for the most part, it was a solo episode. I played a few songs that I had written. Um, So it was uh, a departure for me, a departure that I was not super comfortable with. Uh, I much prefer the crutch of a conversation with other people, which is why I called um, my girlfriend and Adam during that episode. I I couldn't have filled that by myself. I mean, not even close. Um, Jesus Christ. By the way, I'm sitting here. It's 10.30 p.m. on uh, Sunday night. The Super Bowl just ended a few hours ago. It's February 5th. And um, I've got a TENS unit hooked up to my knee, my right knee, uh, a TENS unit. I mean, for those who don't know or have, are fortunate enough, fortunate enough to never have needed one is a, it's a little uh, device that you uh, connect to little sticky pads and you put the sticky pads on your muscles and you uh, electrocute them. You stimulate them. Uh, my legs have been killing me the past couple days. I've been walking a lot. I've lost a little bit of weight. Started exercising. And um, yeah, I've been feeling really good. And I've been kind of pushing myself a little bit harder the past few days. And um, my legs are super sore. I got this TENS unit a few years ago for uh, some back issues that I was having. I was having like really bad back pain. And so I've just kind of held on to it. Whenever I have like weird muscle pains, I'll stick it on there. And right now it's on my knee. It's been on a few minutes and I have it turned up pretty high and I'm getting, uh, it's now starting to manipulate my muscles into twitching and it's really kind of freaky looking. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So yes, uh, my good buddy, Matt Berry is on the show this week. We met, um, close to 10 years ago when he came out to do an episode of the Sarah Silverman program, we hit it off and, um, we try and connect every time he's in Los Angeles. He's here more than I am in England, which is once in my entire lifetime. And I was 14. So, (laughs) so I haven't been to England since knowing Matt or any British people for that matter. Uh, so, um, yeah, Matt just finished working on a movie, uh, in Northern California and he decided to come down and spend a 
few days, almost a week in Los Angeles. He was staying at our friend Rachel's. And um, so I went over. I hung out with Matt. We went and got some dinner. And then we went back to Rachel's. And Matt and I sat out on her porch um, and we did this podcast. You may uh, occasionally hear a little dog running around um, and you'll hear helicopters and stuff. Uh, just, you know, Los Angeles ambiance, uh, just the background sounds of the city. Uh, I don't know. That's dumb. Anyway. Um, oh yes. I got to add this at one point. Matt and I talk about a song that we recorded together. There's a few song mentions of music in here. Matt's, Matt's a really great musician. There's a few mentions of music. There is a specific mention of a song that Matt and I recorded together. Like years ago when he was here in LA, he came into my apartment we had a bunch of time to kill. So we just sat down at my computer and used logic and used some drum loops and, uh, I recorded a bass line and Matt recorded some guitars and, um, he recorded a really fucking funny backing vocal, which you'll hear. And I did, I can't call it singing. I don't know what you would call this. <laughs> it's a really dumb song, but we mentioned it. And I said in the interview that I, if I find it, I will tack it on to the end of this episode. So when I say goodbye at the end of the episode, hang on for just a split second and uh, the song will play. And um, I think we downplayed it enough that you're not going to be like, that's it. I think we downplayed it pretty well. So uh, enjoy the song. It's called Hot to Trot. <laughs> That's the other thing. I don't think we knew the name of it at the time we were recording this, but I found it on my computer and we called it Hot to Trot. So enjoy episode 75 with uh, the extremely funny and talented Matt Berry and enjoy our weird music and uh, other odd stuff that we talk about. Thank you. I recorded a podcast uh, a week, two weeks ago. And... Um, 20 minutes into it, I realized I hadn't hit record. Oh, my God. So, what did you do? I apologized to my guest. And then... <laughs> then made them say all that again. No, luckily, we had... Um, we were just having small talk the way you and I are now. Yeah, so it was all right. Because I like to check the mic levels and stuff. Well, and, I was lucky. And all we had been doing was talking about electric cars. Do you have a car? No. You, you don't live in the city though anymore. No, yeah, I know. Um, Matt and I just had a delicious. Should we go over? Let's go over what we ate. I had pancakes. Yeah, yeah, but say what time of night it was as well, because that's oh, important. it's like seven o'clock. I had pancakes. I had hash browns. I had scrambled eggs. You had a breakfast burrito. <laughs> you had a breakfast burrito. You had fr French fries. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Like. Did you have eggs too? Yeah, I did. You had scrambled eggs. And then uh, we each had Full a root root beer. And then we finished it off with apple pie with ice cream. <laughs> uh, and now I just want to fucking puke. 
We ate at the cow- at the one on one coffee shop. What'd you think? Well, you've taken me there before. I oh, really I like it. Yeah. Um, it's a hipster joint. It's Is also it? close to where you're Well staying. you've always taken me in the same area where there was where there isn't anyone. It's just, that's I do it out of convenience for myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to drive to Venice Beach or Santa Monica. <clears throat> um my guest is Matt Barry. This isn't the first time you've done my podcast, remember? No, I know. I did it. A few I years don't know ago. if that one's online, but if if anyone wants to try and go way back, they can. I wouldn't bother. <laughs> I'm just not any good at this kind of thing. I never have been. And I did tell you. It's all right, dog. What the fuck is that? It's all right. It's just a dog. Easy. Is that Rachel? That's Rachel. Oh well, let's God. bring let's bring let's bring Rachel into it. Rachel Rush. Rachel Rush is the mighty kindly. Rachel Rush. We're She's doing a podcast. You, no, come <laughs> no, over. No, no, you got to be in it come now. Come over. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just I'm recording it. The dog's been in it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's good. It's all part of it. Hi, Rachel. <laughs> I think the only time I ever see you is when he's in town. How's it going? I'll give you a hug. Nice to see you. Where were you? Oh, work. Just had a long day. What's your dog's name? Duff. Hi, Duff. Um, hi, Duff. Hey, Duff. Say, say hi. Say hey. hey. He's still not talking. I don't know what the problem is. Oh. No. Well, he doesn't talk. No. Such a frail little chihuahua. Is he a chihuahua? <laughs> I'm going to go make a burrito. <laughs> oh, Matt just had a breakfast burrito. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. You weren't supposed to say that. Oh. It's supposed to be a secret. I texted him. Yeah, well, I meant to have sushi. That was the plan. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know how it's spelled. Rito. There's no burritos in England. No, well, that's, there isn't. Do you remember I did that no, last no, time? No, no, it's totally fine. I almost took you to Paquito Mas, which is just Mexican food. And, well, and that's where just, we were at we Mexican last night. We were at... Compadres. El Compadre? Yeah. I like that place. Oh, I love that place. <laughs> Duff. I'm good. Totally good. Don't you worry. Matt, ate, Matt had three burritos. Sorry, three. I didn't mean to throw you under the bus like that. No, no, that's fair enough. She'd have found out anyway. But yeah, if anyone wants to hear... I don't even think they can hear that podcast because it was before I was at... I'm at a network now called oh, Fer- see, okay. Feral Audio. Well, that's a good thing because it wouldn't have been much good. But I think it was like 15 minutes. Oof. It was when we were shooting that movie in North Carolina. Was, no, it wasn't that far back. Yes, it was. We did it in the beach house and Tim Tracy came over and he was well, pretending... Well, eight years ago. Yeah, he was pretending to be Neil Diamond. Fuck. So if you can find old episodes of my podcast, which I don't think you can. Eight or 90. I mean, it could even be. It was like 2010. Yeah, yeah. And it was in North Carolina when we were shooting Angry White Man. <laughs> which I still haven't seen. Ah, that's that's crazy. It's funny. Um, so you, we're, we're on. We're being taken. Our souls are being stolen. <laughs> but this is a great place, Rachel, by the way. 
We're in our friend Rachel Rush's great view. Nice patio. We're sitting out on the patio. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm balancing a dog on my leg. I know. She's let me stay here. She's the best. Um, What should we talk about? Well, let's talk about what you've been doing. So the... um, galaxy with uh oh, guardians of the galaxy yeah yeah i think i've talked Sylvester. about that no it was good well it sounds great you should have been in the first one you were in they were shooting it at pinewood i don't even know what it is so what it's sci- it's marvel it's sci-fi it's uh it's a comic book movie right it's based on a comic book movie which i didn't I'm not even know. very i'm not very knowledgeable of them <laughs> I didn't. I, I'm not either. I was never into comic books ever as so a kid. There was a comic book called Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I see. Okay, but it was a lesser known one. I think. It, I mean, I'd never heard of it. I've only heard of Superman and Batman. Yeah, <laughs> and the Hulk. Yeah, that's probably all I know. Uh, but I think they used a lot of British actors. Peter Serafinowicz is in it. Pete's in it, is he? Yeah. Who else? There was a bunch of British people in it. Well, because Pete likes comics, I think. I think it's those kind of things would be good if you're into the subject, you know. It'd be fucking wasted on me because I wouldn't know what the hell was going on. No, but it's... I wouldn't know It's so who fun. Was it was who. the best time I've ever had. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm glad that, you know, that you had so much fun. And the other <laughs> film, I'm interested to know more about the other film. Oh, yeah, so I, I did a movie in... Ohio, yeah. I'm, I I've talked a little bit about this on here, but I did a movie called Boy Band where I play the singer, one of the singers in a boy band. Twenty years after we were famous, like the movie starts off. There's a cold open where they're younger, they're at the at their prime, and they've just finished a world tour and they're in a radio station and the the DJ's like, "So what's next, you guys?" And they're like, "We're about to head into the into the studio to record our second album." And then it's like a it cut to yeah, 20 years later, we're yeah. still trying to record it. Cuz the obvious thing to do there is just to get a bunch of blokes who are big. That's what they did. To make to for that for that one joke, isn't it? What they used to the before and after. So oh, everyone yeah. was like not yeah. big as in big, but like Oh, no, big as in fat. <laughs> no, but like large, you know, like a big person. Oh, that's funny. So it was fun. I mean, it was, it was fun. <laughs> um, but yeah. that's good. You've had, you've had quite a busy time. Was good. Shit for everyone else. I mean, well, maybe 2015 was horrible for you. Yeah, I didn't work at all. My dad was dying. So that's right. Yeah, this is <laughs> that's good to talk about. You know, so 2015, I didn't work. I mean, I did, but very little. And then uh, 2017 is a year the world's going to explode, right? That's what they say. I haven't stopped. In they all want to. Donald Trump wants to just. He wants more nuclear weapons, and don't we have enough to like blow up the world already? It's all too frightening. There's things that could be said. Ugh. Because it's odd, because you don't want to be making comments when you're in the UK about your business, because it's none of my fucking business, you know, but we're all affected. But the whole world is already well, making that's the it. Thing. It's and, crazy. No one's done that before. And we're allies. People didn't want, like, George W. Bush, you know, but generally. But it was a different but, level of kind of, you know, yeah. discontent. This is... I've never seen this before. No. 
like a global scale of people just hating. Well, you just can't count on anything because with us it was the Brexit where we thought people aren't going to be so fucking stupid as to go down that road. Right. And then you wake up in the morning and they had. Yeah. And it was exactly the same with that your That was weird, guy. right? No one thought it would happen. No. No. And then exactly the same thing happened, you know, with your lot. Because it started at kind of midnight our time. Yeah. So by the time I woke up the next day... We had a weird presence. <laughs> you had a fascist on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so funny because... My friend, friends Dave and Autumn had a bunch of people over to their house. They're oh, like, oh, God. Hey, come over election night. Well, I think a lot of people did that. Come over like six o'clock. We'll <laughs> start watching the news results. Bring champagne. Everyone thought <laughs> Hillary Clinton was going to be our next president. And like 40 or 50 people showed up to the house. Yeah. And by like 8.30 p.m., they were, they were there high. were people crying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were mostly women, but they were still just like booze mixed with that. It's going to be a horrible combination. And they had all this champagne that they're just like, yeah, yeah, unceremoniously open, and were like just drinking out of the bottle. That's, <laughs> like, that's even this. more bleak, isn't it? And then you wake up, yeah, the next day, and you're like, wow, it really happened. Yeah, like I was expecting to wake up the next morning and hear on the news. Oh, it was a, the first they misread one. the votes. And oh, right, yeah. No, no, because the, the thing, the the reason why it was a shock, but not that much, of a sh was because I'd already had a <laughs> kick in the balls with this, like Brexit thing. So yeah. that was like, yeah, it just went to show that you just cannot count on anything. You can't count on anyone. And it's weird. He's been president for a week now, and and he's every single day he does something horrible. Yeah, to where you're like. Holy shit, I can't believe he did that. This will finally be the thing that but makes all his supporters then? go, oh, fuck, we made a mistake. Yeah. And they're still just and like, no, no, it's all right. But what has changed then? Because the thing about Obama that I was always led to believe was he's pretty powerless. You know, when it yeah. all kind of said and done, he couldn't really do anything. You know, he was... But for some reason, this guy <laughs> has got That's all the power in understand. the world. what I don't understand. He, in one day, was just like, we're banning Muslims from entering the country and signed a piece of paper. And all yeah. of a sudden, like, everyone's being detained at the airport. I figured, I knew he wanted to do that, but I was like, oh, that'll take like six months. Well, you wouldn't even be allowed to do it because there'd be a bunch of people above him because they're always, you know, saying, that's, you're not doing that. You know, that's beyond antisocial. That's. It's mental. Fascist is what it is. Yeah. You know, people don't like to use that word with that, but like, what else do you call him? You know, threatens to lock people up who don't agree with him. I'm still surprised that so many people are just like, no, he's fucking way better than Obama. How, how the wants fuck to could you work that out? He wants to bring torture back. He yeah. Wants, like, he's a fan of the waterboard. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fan. Yeah, I feel like he should go into a room and have like go to an army base and say I want to know what it's like to be waterboarded yeah. I just, and then have it done and then have them just be like oh Jesus Christ no <laughs> no that would make him want to do it even more I think well, the thing is me calling him words like I have I mean that you know that's the kind of thing that if you know when people are the F word um, you get stopped you know I mean that, that's enough to stop you from 
you know, if you call someone that yeah. word. Yeah. He, well, I mean, in Europe, if you did. He's also, I think he's su such a sociopath, though, that, like, the more people turn on him, the more it just drives Well, I mean, he him. totally is. I mean, he basically proved that when Meryl Streep called him out on... He called her an overrated actor. Instead of saying, yeah, I was, yeah, that was an, un that was an unfortunate thing that I did. And I'm really sorry that I did that. Like any normal human being would. Yeah. He, oh, he's never he apologized for anything in her. his life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck you. You're an idiot. It's like, she's, you know. Yeah. Anytime a, someone in a news organization criticizes him, he's like, oh, that, that news, that news paper is overrated. They're really on the decline. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, you psycho? No, it's a worry. Well, he's our president. Yeah. Maybe I'll come come live in England. <laughs> well, with whatever he does, there's an impact, isn't there? Yeah, it's so weird. There was a, uh, a shooting in a mosque in Canada. Did yeah, you hear about that? I heard that, yeah. And they were immediately reporting that it was uh, like a Muslim that was doing it, like an Arab. I think they, they were saying it was someone Muslim was doing it and then it turned out that it was just a white Of course kid. it was. Like it has been yeah. with all the mass shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this is all contentious stuff and you probably wouldn't be able to put it on your thing. Oh shit. Yeah, we should shift uh, shift focus. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird that we can talk about all this, but I remember when we first met, you were telling me, and I think Noel was also saying this, that you can't, I can't, I mean, this doesn't make sense to even do on my podcast because this is a visual joke, but you can't do this. You can't push your tongue under your bottom lip. Like it was, if you put your tongue in your bottom It was me that told you that. Yeah, yeah, it was you. Yeah, there was two rules with kids, kids TV. I was a runner on a kids TV show when I first came to London. Was that like a PA? Yeah. Um, it was a thing called Games Master or Games World <laughs> uh, about computer games. It was dreadful. Anyway, um, and uh, you get... You know, to know the sort of presenter people. Yeah. Because, you know, you've got to bring them their sandwiches and whatever. <laughs> and um, I remember one of them was kind of... He was sort of saying to me, you know, like, there's certain things that you can't do on kids' TV. You can't stare down the bottle for too long. So you can't... You can't look into the camera. You can't, you can't look, break the fourth wall. Yeah, but, like, you can, but you've got to keep sort of talking. You can't just stare down and not say anything because kids shit themselves because they don't know what's going on. <laughs> Wait, that was so that's one, a ruling children's <laughs> TV in England. You I, can't stare I, at the camera? I don't know how these how kind of unwritten these are this is it just, hypnotizes a kid i don't know what it does i think it just sort of frightens them but this is this is all that i got from this guy um who was one of he was a big sort of kids tv guy at, yeah. at, at the time and it was him that told me all this and i remember being quite fascinated because that was that was one of them the other one the main one was doing the face doing the sort of pushing your tongue Mongoloid kind of yeah face. yeah I mean, the only way to describe it is taking your tongue and pushing out your bottom lip from yeah. inside. That's and going, so offensive. Ugh. Well, you don't even have to make that noise, just kind of doing that. It's what John Lennon used to do at those Beatle gigs. See, here in America, that that's just a weird face. It's, yeah, yeah, uh, it, it doesn't mean the same thing. Is that still a rule, do you think? Yo, yeah. 
But you, that's so amazing. You can say cunt. It, you if you say. did that on the TV, you would be whipped off so fucking quickly, you wouldn't know what was going on. If you, even without making that noise, if you just went like, <laughs> on the TV, you would, that would be the end of your... It's such a funny face, though. Yeah, I know. But here it would mean nothing. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the crazy thing, isn't it? But here you can't say retard. Well, you can't in the UK either. You can't. You can say it more here. I hear it here all the time. That's Not as much anymore. That's retarded. Really frowned on now. Because if you said that's retarded back home, <laughs> you would be it. Could you say guitarded if you were looking at a lot of guitars? <laughs> Matt and I did a. This is something that's on YouTube, and you. Oh, that's you, right. That's it's from really that. funny. We did it when Queens of Stone Age were finishing their their last album. They didn't do any publicity. They they were doing no publicity. Matt and I went by the studio to visit them, and Liam Lynch happened to be there too. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and so we just shot a video kind he of said, on Let's the do fly. It. Yeah. Where Matt and I are kind of like hosts of and a music show. And Troy had show. his dog that kept wiping its ass on the yeah, yeah. Troy <laughs> on had the drum his little, carpet. Troy had his little British bulldog that was dragging his ass on the ground. Yeah. And we just kind of interviewed. It's called Secrets of the Sound. You look up Queens of the Stone Age, Secrets of the yeah. Sound. It was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, Matt. Well, we that were, was the album that went to number one. It was a great album. Did they you see were, that tour? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it with you, I think. No, no, no. I saw it here. You did? And then I saw it in the UK. I saw it in London because I, I took my young cousin to see it. That's right. We did see it here. Yeah. And then I saw the last show of that tour. They did a Halloween show at the Forum here in town. And they had like, it was like a huge thing with like the Kills played. and Right, yeah. All these bands, it was really good, and they had a, co a costume contest because it was Halloween, and so I hosted that on stage. Oh wow! And I had, but I also had to. This this was horrible. I had to walk through the audience at the beginning of the night and find people with the best costumes. I had to pick them out. <laughs> so I walked through the audience. I had my friend John Schrader, who's a writer on Bob's Burger, do it with me. So we're walking around. Yeah. And it was before the show started, so there weren't a lot of people there yet. Okay. So we had very few people to pick from. So we picked these people. So what did you do? Like, and then by the thing time the show started, so like a couple hours later, we bring them all up on stage. And by that time, the place is packed. And there's people standing right in the front who have way better costumes, yeah, yeah, really yeah. cool costumes. And they're looking at these people going, what the fuck? <laughs> There's people are screaming at me going, why the fuck did you choose them? <laughs> my costume was way fucking better. And I was just like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> I was humiliated. I was like, I was like, yeah, your costume was better, but you weren't You here. went here two hours ago. So that kind of backfired. But uh, Well, I'd say the last thing I saw, was it at the Forum or was it at the Fonda? Was... Um, Future Island. Oh, that would have been at the Fonda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember that. That was when they were starting to 
to sort of bubble. They'd just done... Letterman. Yeah. And everyone was saying, that's the thing that I need to be at. Well, he was making his... He was dancing like crazy. <laughs> I hadn't seen anything like him. It was I weird. Yeah, because I didn't know what to expect because it was one of those things that had <laughs> kind of happened here but hadn't really yeah. sort of gone to the UK yet. Yeah. So we didn't know who the fuck he was. So... Everyone said, well, you, you need to be at the Fonda next, you know, whenever it was, like next Wednesday. Yeah. So I I did go, but <laughs> I didn't know whether he was taking a piss or... I couldn't tell that either. After he, they did the David Letterman show, the next couple days, people were sending the video around going, you got to see this band. And I couldn't tell if they were being funny no. or not. Like he was dancing, like he was having a seizure. It was, it was, it was. And I pretty personally unique. was watching it, going, "That's weird." That's yeah. It was pretty. The first thing that sort of struck me was there was no bass player. Right. And I thought, well, what's what's this then? Because it was kind of Joy Division E. Yeah. In its, you know, yeah. simplicity, yeah. but like there was no. And then you f- fucking forgot that as soon as he started up and he was banging on his chest and he was <laughs> like, like a gorilla and he was like jumping on the floor and and I didn't know you know whether to laugh or not and everyone that I was with was kind of taking it very seriously so I, I knew then that I it wasn't a joke but honestly I didn't know what to you know kind of how to react are they still are they still going are I don't they know. still I don't know that was, I think that was the last time I heard of them yeah what was the last show you saw? Last music show? Over here. Or anywhere. The last gig. Um, do you know, it might have been... It might have been Josh and Iggy Pop. Oh. Yeah, I think that was, was last summer. That was last summer. Yeah, at the uh, Royal Albert Hall. Oh, that's, a, that's cool. I saw him here at the Greek Theater. It was a good show. I'd never seen Iggy Pop. I'm a huge fan, and I'd never yeah, well, seen him. Me neither. I was really excited. And he did 16, and that was I just nearly shit myself. It's like that's one of these things that when you're 16, you have on your headphones, and then you see the guy do it live, and it's just it's such a big deal. You know, if you're a music fan, if you're not, you won't give a fuck. But when you are, when you finally see that guy do the songs, yeah. you know that you've listened to all year. Yeah, life. yeah. Because I got I got into him through Bowie you know like most people do I didn't yeah. know and you know then got Lust for Life when I was about 16 and just thought that was the craziest sounding thing like Motowny, weird it was weird it was awesome I'm glad I got to see him live but it was also really weird because you can tell the toll that time has taken on yeah. his body he was like but he was still in great shape oh my god like and jump- no body fat and loads of energy. Yeah, you could tell he was in pain, but he still had a ton of energy. Yeah. But it was really good because you got to, you know, I was kind of, it was a real kind of thrill for me seeing Josh sort of, you know, sort of launch into the passenger. Because oh I know God, for him, know. that would have been like, I'm playing Stooges the is fucking his passenger. favorite band. For, yeah. And I saw him after the show and I said, and I meant this, I go, I've never seen you smile so I much know, on stage. And he he was, looked like it was Christmas he Day. Totally did. I mean, in fact, they all did. They, they all, all did, were yeah, kind yeah. of like looking at each other. They just say, we're playing The Passengers. I mean, you fucking would, wouldn't you? I mean, it would be... That's a great band, too. Uh, what's his name from Arctic Monkeys was playing drums. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Sweeney was playing bass. And yeah. then Troy and Dean. 
Yeah, and Josh said, he's like, yeah, I was smiling because I had... All I had to do was just stand back and yeah. play guitar. I didn't have to sing. I it was just I got to have play. Have you seen Sweeney's videos on um, Yeah. They're brilliant. They're really good. The Keith Richards one is What are what are they called? Because Keith Richards never does shit like and the fact that he got him to What what's what's it called? Is it Guitar Man or something? Gu- guitar sounds? I'm gonna Heroes look it up. of the Matt Sweeney, who was in a band, I believe, called Chavez. Um, Huge session guy. Fantastic musician. Yeah. He, on Iggy's last tour that he did with Josh, Hami, uh, Matt played bass. Um, but if you want to see a really interesting YouTube series he's got, it's called... It um, might be... I want to find it. <laughs> but yeah, it. Yeah, he has. <sighs> you can edit. That's true. I can edit. Uh, he also did a great album with. Um, fuck now, I'm called Super Wolf. Do you know this album with uh, Bonnie Prince Billy, Will Oldham? No, I don't. You got to hear this album, Super Wolf. I was never really into Bonnie Prince Billy. But um, this album is the two of them, and it's fucking good. What the fuck is his YouTube show called? Where he just goes to different like guitar people, yeah, and to people and who sits never down do with it. them. Well, they obviously like him because he gets it out of them. Because, like the richest one, I think he was told before he did it that he wouldn't pick up any of the guitars. You know, he'd just talk. But the first thing he did was pick up his guitar. Yeah. Um, and Josh has done one with him. Josh went. Billy Gibbons did one. Yeah, he did. Uh, one of the guys from Ween. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Keith Richards. Yeah. You're one with uh, Saint Vincent. Sweeney YouTube guitar moves. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I thought. Yeah. Guitar it was just he'll sit down with a guitar player, famous guitar player, and just talk guitar stuff and they show him stuff and yeah and well he's doing it from you, expertise because of him being a you know yeah such a great musician so he doesn't he doesn't ask him dick questions he, he asks them pretty you know specific yeah. stuff and it's, it's still interesting even if you don't play because there's two people you know that are enthusiastic about it I wanted to say guitarings because uh, John Koneski, who plays guitar with Tenacious D, he tours, he plays lead guitar with him. John Koneski has... Do you remember that jazz thing they did? Yeah. He, <laughs> he, John plays with them on that. John did a does a web series with Kyle Gass from Tenacious D called Guitarings, where they dick around. That was your idea, I think. No, it wasn't. It was him. I'd been to see him that morning, and I... What's that? Jack Black. And he said, you've got to come see... Oh, the jazz. Yeah. Wait, did we go to that together? We did. Holy shit. We've known each other a long time. <laughs> Not that long. Eight years? No, because we knew each other before. You came out to do the Sarah Silverman show. That was 10 years ago. Was it? Yeah. No. That was like eight or nine years ago. I mean, that's not much different than 10 years. But I'll say to the listeners, Matt and I know each other because... Well, it's weird. You did a show with Rich Fulcher, who's one of my best friends. Yeah, that was 2000 and... Hi, pup. 
five or something. Yep. You did Snuffbox, but yeah. you met Rich on uh, Mighty Boosh, right? Yeah. How did you guys end up doing Snuffbox together? Were you like, oh, we should do a show together? Pretty much. Snuffbox is so fucking funny. I wish you would have done another season. But you did that show with Rich and Rob Schraub, who's was an executive producer on the Sarah, Sarah Silverman show and well, director. Was, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. And one, another one of my best friends. We were obsessed with Snuffbox. We would watch it all the time. We'd also just always, constantly, just be going whiskey, <laughs> always. And so when Sarah Silverman's show started going into production on like the second or third season, Rob was like, shit, we should just write a part for Matt Berry just so we could meet you. We really, for real just wanted to meet you. And I was like, we can make that happen. Rich Fulcher can like put us in contact with him. And we did. And Comedy Central was like, yeah, he can do it. We're not going to fly him out. This is true. Comedy no, Central didn't want to fly you out. I know. Um, they didn't want to pay for your work visa. Yeah. So, did you pay for your visa? No. Rob I, paid for your visa. And you paid for your plane ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy Central had nothing to do with getting you out here. That's right, yeah. <laughs> you had to fly yourself out here. Yeah. Put yourself up in a friend's house. I remember that Sarah was furious when she found that out, because I kind of told her, because I thought everyone knew. Yeah. And no. she was disgusted. Yeah. And it was one of the she many... It was shocking. I didn't give a fuck because... Um, <laughs> I think... I, no, but wasn't I out there for something else? Wasn't it... Didn't I kill two birds with one you stone? You did. You kind of justified it for another reason. Because I think too. I didn't pay for all of it. I think it, it was kind of half paid by the other thing that I was doing. Right. But you... Yeah, I mean, I stayed at a friend's up. house. Yeah. Just like down the hill from here. Yeah. And, uh, but it was worth it. It was really fun. You were so it was great. great. It's, it's an and episode you of the show. Your, you kept getting your prick out and your balls. I, I forgot what the episode was called, but it's one where you play. Uh, the man is in charge a, of the English language. A guy from the dictionary. Yeah. From Webster's or something. <laughs> and you come to tell Brian that a word he invented <laughs> called dot nose is going to be in the dictionary. Yeah. And someone tries to assassinate Brian at an awards dinner, at an awards dinner that you're hosting, and you get shot by accident. Yeah. But that's right. That was at the height of, I was obsessed with taking my balls out. Yeah. And you were, suffered the brunt of that. I would, I would do a thing. They would roll cameras whenever I had to make an entrance. And I would pull my balls out of my pants and just let them hang out of my zipper and I would make my entrance and I would stand and talk and I would see how long it would take, take people, yeah. for someone people. to go cut. That's what quite a thing, yeah. And there's a lot of actors in the UK that, that used to do that. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's so I would try on stage. And once you came, I tried, I was just trying to make you laugh the whole time by doing it. And then uh, later, after you had left, we were doing more shows and the producers came up to me and they're like, you you have to stop doing that. There's There's females that work on the show that, you know, there's... Did they say something? They didn't say anything, but the but producers were worried. They're he like, was covered. we don't want to get slapped with a sexual harassment. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, you don't. And I never even thought that it was an option. I was like, oh, I guess that could happen. <laughs> I'm just trying to make people laugh. 
their balls. They're disgusting. <laughs> it's not it's, like I had my dick out. It's, it's, it's basically flashing. That's what it is. It's like... <laughs> It's like you want me to my, justify it now? Yeah, it's like showing you my kidneys or something. It's just <laughs> gross. So yeah, I got in trouble for doing. <laughs> but then you remember you? Oh, it was the last. It was the last episode of the second season. Because you were here when we finished, and we had a rap party. Yeah, we did. And then two days later, we were going to Comic Con. That's right. To promote the show. Yeah. And Rob and I talked you into going to San Diego, staying a couple days and going to San Diego with us. That's right. You had never been to Comic-Con. No, I didn't know what it would... And we were like, you should go. People will love you there. And you're like, people don't know who I am. We're like, trust me. And we walked, we went there and we went out on the floor and people were like wanting to get their photos with you. It was crazy. I think it was a wake up call, right? Yeah. Well, because it's so fucking random, because it was in another country. Like, I hadn't done anything back then. Um, Snuffbox and Boosh. I'd done Garth Marenghi. <laughs> That's it. I think I was about to do the IT crowd. Or, I think more people recognize you from Garth Marenghi. Yeah. At that time. And, um, and it's all people like, I mean, everyone knows what it is, but I didn't know what it was. It's like another... It wasn't even in, you know, it was by the sea. and um, Yeah, it was in San Diego, right on the ocean. You were yeah. in heaven. Yeah, and... I still have a photo of you and a Dalek at... <laughs> yeah, and a Comic-Con. load of people, you know, sort of... And a load of girls, you know, sort of dressed as Wonder Woman. Yeah. I didn't even know that kind of thing existed. I mean, it was... It was something else. The next year I went... The effort that they all went to and for their... The next year I went down to Comic-Con, Noel and Julian and Mike and Dave and Rich were all there, I think for the Mighty Boosh release, US release of the DVD. And it was a a crazy crowd. Like, it was a mob scene. It was like the Beatles or something. Um, But yeah, that was so much fucking fun. Can I ask you about something from Garth Moringa that I've, I'm sure I've asked you before, but I've forgotten. It depends on your character would do, would do a thing when you would talk. Yeah. Or they would have the regular audio of you talking, but every now and then you would, there would be a line of dialogue that was obviously just overdubbed. Yeah. Was that your idea to do that? No. Um, God, I can't remember. I mean, um, I'd always messed around with that, with that kind of thing. But we were all into the same things, really. We were all, um, especially, especially wholeness, really, Matt, into bad acting, you know, and kind of wooden yeah. sci-fi and all this sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, how that was done would be you would. Because everyone thought it was dubbed, but it wasn't dubbed. There, some bits were dubbed. So you would do a line, um, say this distance from the microphone. M- and then Matt's you, holding the mic about two feet away from his mouth. And then you would redo the line and do the whole thing that distance yeah. from the microphone. So then you put that one. That's on how top. David Bowie did Heroes. Well, he did it with. Um, Only going Gavins. the opposite way. Yeah. 
yeah he did it with gates yeah opening gates but the um, but I didn't raise my voice I mean that that's how that's how like Bowie did it by raising his voice yeah which would open the gate whereas yeah. I just went right up to the mic and then when you put that on the normal line of dialogue it just sounds fucking weird because it sounds like you have kind of gone in a week later and just but you do it the same volume yeah and they just layer it on top of each other. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try that right now. Okay, I'm I'm going to do I'm going to say a sentence with the mic at arm's length away from me. I'm hungry for a sandwich. Here it is right next to my mouth. I'm hungry for a sandwich. So when I go in to edit this, I'm going to put them both on top of Wait, each other. Not the whole thing. You just put hungry for on top. So leave the first one as it is, cut out of the second one that was really close, Hungry For. And then when you play that, it will sound crazy because it'll go, I'm Hungry For. <laughs> I can't wait to try this. I'm Hungry For a Sandwich. Also, if I can find it, I'm going to, on this episode of yeah. my podcast, I'm going to put that song we made. You got to, because I remember it being good. I mean, I can't, I don't remember how it went. A couple years ago, Matt was out here and we made a song in my apartment. <laughs> and we were just layering things like... Because oh. it would have been something that we come up with in the car. It would have been... Yeah. Just some stupid shit that we, that we were saying in the car. That I, we, for the life of me, cannot remember what it we was. we thought would be a good idea for a song. And then we just went straight back to yours and we just laid it down. But I'm sure we did... A, I think it was in Logic, too. So I probably still have it. Yeah, I think it was Logic. It was... But also after you left, when we first met, you did Sarah's show. I still didn't really know you that well. We hung out. We went to San Diego. Yeah. You went back to England. About two weeks later, I wake up one morning and there's an email from you. I can, oh my God, I can play it. I'm going to play it on here. I actually think I, you know what? I have the ability to play the song. I have a cable that I can plug this into. <laughs> okay, hold on. I, I woke up one morning and I had an email from Matt and there was an MP3. I don't even think you said anything in the email. I think you just sent me an MP3 file. Okay. And, yeah, well, that um, would have been back in the... Shit, it won't work. I'll, uh, I'll edit it in. Uh, the song you're about to hear is what Matt sent me. And I was like, what the fuck? It was just Steve Agee's big, fat, fucking, cum-guzzling, <laughs> cock-suck. It came out of nowhere. And so... Was it not prompted by... It must have been prompted... It must have been prompted by something that... That was said while I was there. Well, I think we had just been talking about music. Like, I knew Because you kept music. doing this terrible, terrible, like, British accent. Oh, that's right. Where you were just saying I numbers. I can only count. And you were going, I can only count. 54. 10, 9, 10, 8, 9, 10. That's it. But I couldn't talk in that accent. So no. I'd just count to you. I'd go, hey, it's 8 o'clock. It's Ten, nine, or ten. It was horrible. It was. I can't do an accent at all. I'm so horrible at accents. But that wouldn't have prompted the song that you sent me. I'm going to play it right now. Here's the song that Matt sent me. Steve Agee. 
ragey, a big fat fucking cum guzzling pot smoking gay teddy bear. Okay, so that was it. So that, yeah, but then there wasn't just that one. There was no, a lot. Like, so I replied. Yeah, you said something. That- I made a song. Oh no, I made a song, and the Rob Schraub made a video for me. Yeah, yeah. Of, of you having like a really bad case of AIDS and like <laughs> killing everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And these were only meant for each other to see, but they made it. Onto the internet, and we eventually sold like a web series where we were. Yeah, but I don't think that I. I don't think those early ones didn't go. I mean, they can now. You can do it as an. Yeah, and and then you replied with you had made a like a BBC radio announcement. I had to take it up a notch. Steve Agee, American comedian, (laughs) like it was. Like I put that on YouTube. Yeah, Steve Agee, American comedian, has died at the age of forty-two years old. Steve best his role as the <laughs> fat gay neighbor. It was really funny. And so for like, I don't know, like a couple months, we would just fucking send each other really insulting songs. But you were a far better musician. Do you remember when Rob, um, was it his wedding or something? Or there was some... It was his birthday. Was it his birthday? There's a new voice, da- a Davros. A whole, yeah, a whole pussy Doctor Who. Choose pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Rob, for his 40th birthday. Because it was relating to something that he'd done when he was much younger. Yes. He hadn't gone on a date or something. No, no, okay, here's the story. So, Rob had his 40th birthday, and he had this big party at this, like, art space uh, in, in, like, Hollywood. Uh, off of Melrose and and uh, he had everyone make videos yeah because Rob's just way into like really shitty weird videos and stuff and so he had everyone who wanted to could make a video based on events that happened in Rob's life that's right all growing up and so I chose the video and these were all based on true stories Rob (laughs) when he was in high school uh got a phone call from a girl named Michelle and she asked him, Hey, do you want to come over? My parents are gone. <laughs> and Rob chose to stay home and watch Doctor Who. Cause there was a, yeah. Cause there was a, a rare episode of Do- yeah. like a rare series was about to start. Wasn't it? So Rob passed on, on this watching <laughs> his leg over. Yeah. And so I chose that. And so I found a clip from Doctor Who and I had, I had you overdub the doctor's voice and yeah Davros and Davros yeah yeah and, and the music like, I did the music as well the whole oh yeah you did the music but it starts off with their real voices Rob's probably could, still got it I still have it oh right you've got it um maybe I'll, after this episode comes out I'll, I'll post put that on as well yeah post a link but um it's a real scene with the doctor and the, the Daleks and <laughs> yeah. then Rob's watching it and he's really excited and I'm playing Rob and then his phone rings and a girl and Erica Marino who's my friend Ken's wife very funny writer she I went upstairs because I was living in their guest house and I had her play Michelle and so she calls and she's like hey Rob it's Michelle my parents are gone and I want to see if you can come over for the night and Rob's like hold on a second Michelle And he puts the phone down and he looks at the TV and he goes into this fantasy <laughs> sequence where you're voicing the doctor and Davros and you're like going, Rob, you then must the, yeah. decide. 
science fiction or pussy. And then Davros is going, pussy, choose pussy. That's right. And then, and then Rob picks up the phone. I, as Rob, pick up the phone and go, Michelle? I'm going to watch Doctor Who. Michelle. And she goes, yeah. And I go, go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I hang up the phone. <laughs> And you still got that? I still have it. I yeah, saw it yeah, just yeah. a couple days ago. I was going through my old videos. <laughs> huh, Duff? Huh, Duff? How many seasons of Toast have you done? Three. And you're going to do a fourth? Do you ever see it ending? Because um, it's rare for shows to go on this long, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... I do see, yeah. Do you know how you want it to end? Yeah. You can see it. Yeah, I know what I want to happen to him, yeah. Would it be in the fourth season or, or, or a fifth or a sixth? Or? I don't know, because I don't know whether... Because that's the thing with TV is you usually don't have the luxury of knowing when a show's going to end. Yeah. But I, Unless it's really successful and you can say... Because we fuck around with time in it. It, it kind of doesn't matter if you sort of kill him off. Right. Um, so I want to kill him off, but, <laughs> but because it's funny, you yeah. know, you know, in sort of how you can do it and it won't make any difference if you want to do, you know, a one-off, you know, or a like a Christmas special. special. Yeah. Because you just go back a couple of years, you know, it's, it's not set right. in any particular time. It's kind of a foot in the 1970s, you know, and a foot right. like now, which was the point. So we could sort of fuck around with time. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I do know how he's going to die because it's something that made me laugh quite a while ago. It's so funny. And I've only seen, I've only seen the first season, part of the second season and just a ton of clips because you can't find a whole, for the most part, whole episodes. Well, the, you can find clips on YouTube yeah. and they're usually Clem Fandango clips. Yeah. Well, they're sorting that out. It's going to be put on the main thing. I mean, it was kind of held off because... There was all these other issues, but I want it on that stuff now. So, and you've had like you've had Josh Hami on it from Queens of the Stones. You've had John John Ham. Were those people that you just tried to get, and they were just like sure, or people that you knew? Like I know Josh is a fan of yours already. And, yeah, and I'd um, introduce you to him. Like you knew him with, already. Yeah, and the same with John Hamm. I mean, I'd met him at. Oh, okay. I'd met him at Saturday Night Live, and I'd met him at sort of various other things before that. And um, when did you go to Saturday Night Live? With um, God, years ago. Uh, it was during Mad Men, obviously. It was right. Well, because he oh, was, was he hosting? Well, or he or he did a cameo. I don't think he was hosting. He was just there. And he just done a cam. Yeah. yeah, it was Lindsay Lohan. She was hosting. Oh wow! And um, <laughs> and he was there, obviously, John. And then, right, you know, then I, I sort of got to know him. Toast had been out, and he'd seen it. It's I mean, but, but he's incredible though because he has such a, yeah, um, you know, an enthusiasm for yeah, you know, for he's a huge comedy, comedy. Uh, geek. I mean, he knows more than. I mean, to say that he knows more than I do about British comedy isn't saying much because I don't know a lot. I don't know a lot about yeah. any any telly, really. <laughs> I'm not that, you know, 
I'm not that sort of knowledgeable. I don't really seek it out. I think that's what it is. I feel like there's a, a bigger fan base for BBC shows in the United States than probably in England. I mean, the, I, I don't know. I'm the wrong person to ask about it because I don't, I don't watch enough. Yeah. I, got, I just got rid of my cable like a year ago. I don't watch... I'll go on the recommendations of other people and I'll, so I'll check something out on Netflix or I'll buy it on iTunes. Well, I, I haven't got... I can't... I mean, the last sort of series that I watched religiously was Mad Men and there wasn't anything before that or after. There hasn't been anything, you know, that's kind of sort of caught my fancy I'll tell like you that. something that you would fucking love maybe you've seen it but I think you vinyl people are you going to say what? do you mean vinyl are you going to say no that? no oh fuck that no because <laughs> I saw one of them no I was... no. no I was done after the pilot <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> no I had high hopes for it too I me too it sounded like it totally looked, my kind of thing it looked like it was going to be yeah. yeah and I love a lot of the people involved in it but no a show called The Nick Oh, I, I did see that. That's um, Clive, Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Have you seen the end of it? Yeah. You know that Mary was in that. Mary Birdsong, Birdsong was yeah. in that. Yeah. Have you seen the last episode of that? Yeah. Jesus Christ. That show is bleak. That, <laughs> I mean, do we ruin it? Do people give a fuck? Did anyone see it? Okay, to anyone who thinks you might watch the Nick, turn off now. Stop listening for a, a couple of seconds. But it ends up with him, and it's kind of all, always pointing towards this thing, this this ending, because yeah. he's the best at what he does, and it's hard for him to explain to other people what he wants to do, because it's always something like outrageous yeah. that they that their brains can't kind of deal with because it's yeah. the turn well, of the last it's, century. It's a period piece set in 1901. Yeah. At a hospital in New York City, so everything's pretty. Yeah, it's the turn primitive. of the century. It's it's and and he's this he's this streets ahead doctor who has got all these kind of what they think are pretty crazy ideas. So it ends up with him knowing what's wrong and him not being able to trust any other doctor. So he operates on himself. Yeah, he's <laughs> which also I've never an seen, addict. Yeah, which I've never seen anyone do in anything, and it's it's bad because he doesn't give himself any. Anest- no. Anyway, yeah, you've got to see it. No, it, it's a, it's a fascinating show too because when that guy dies of an electric, that his the guy gets electrocuted. <laughs> And that's water. shot from above, and you just see the guy just sink to the ground like a like a sack of shit. It's. I did enjoy that one. I loved it. It was so. And barbaric. I did recognize Mary. I I, I, yeah. I I had to see at the end who that was. You don't ever expect to see her in a drama. But like, she totally transformed herself. But I love shit like the ambulance drivers. Yeah. Would he was he was a fantastic character. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, is he? Chris Sullivan. Yeah, he's one of the. Ma- is like, he an Irish guy or? Well, he's Jesus Christ. He's Irish American. He, do, oh, he doesn't right. have an accent at okay. all, but he's a really good actor. But he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris Sullivan. He plays a character named Taserface. He's a really good. But he played an ambulance driver on the Nick. And this is shit. I I didn't know any of this stuff. But they'd uh, only started to have ambulances no, 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 no. then. <laughs> the dog. This dog's going to step on my recorder. But they'd only started to have ambulances then. Well, the, And they were horse-drawn carriages. Yeah. And the drivers weren't paid on salary. They were paid 
per patient that they would bring into the hospital. Yeah. So when they would find out that someone fell off a horse and hurt their back, two ambulances would show up and then they would fight yeah, to see fight. who got to yeah. bring them bring them to the hospital. Yeah. Whoa. It's so bleak. It's, it's awful. Well, because up until that, because the thing about the Ripper, which was 15 or sort of 20 years before that was set, the ambulances then were just like trolleys. Yeah. yeah. That, that was an ambulance. It was a man running with a trolley. Yeah. I yeah. just watched a series called uh, The Killing on Netflix. Oh, right. Four seasons. Really good. It's based on like a Swedish uh, TV series. And it's good. Really good, dude. It's been an hour. Well, that's just, you don't need any more than that, do you? No, <laughs> we fucking nailed it. Um, if you have got the dogs sort of running up and stuff, aren't you? Because you need shit. Like yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure they'll be able to hear this dog that's been running back. That's <laughs> not laying on your crotch. I don't mind. Is there anything you want to? Pl- do you have anything coming out that you want to play? I don't think so. I mean, I've gonna- just done a film. No, but I don't think I'm allowed. I don't think we're allowed to talk about that okay, yet. Okay, so we won't talk about that. But, um they can't decide on the title for it, so I don't get myself in trouble if this I... This will probably be out a week from tomorrow. Um, yeah, but they can follow you on uh, Twitter. Are you Porksmith? Yeah, I'm not on it a lot. Yeah, I know, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you get shit done. That's why you're not on social media. I suppose. Duff, do you have anything to say? Duff the dog. Duff. (laughs) He's licking the microphone. All right. Well, thanks, Matt. Thank you. um, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Goodbye. for this next one. Oh, too much. Ah, there it is. Gotta get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.